Let's go. Oh shit, you mean actually jam? Like, if you want to, man. We'll do it. Yes. I'm down, dude. I'm down with doing that. Yeah. Okay, we're rolling. Uh, today on the podcast, we have uh, Ben Lushka and uh, Isaac Short of uh, the Weird Sisters. Shit. And Isaac Short. <laughs> <laughs> of both. I'm of myself and of a group. Happy Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving. It Thanksgiving. is Thanksgiving today. This will probably go up sometime in December, close to Christmas. So, well, what are you guys? Uh, what are you guys up to? Are you having a good Thanksgiving so far? Well, I know uh, Isaac said his his day's been pretty good. My day's been great. I got up early, got to sit in at Roberts, which is one of my. Oh, you did that this morning? Yeah, I did that like at noon. I and I didn't even know it was going to happen. My my crazy roommate Devin. Uh, talked to the guy and got me up there. He's he's real extrovert, like a, like like Taylor's a little bit more, more outgoing. I kind of just stay in the back and luckily I got to. But uh, what what are you saying? You're doing some tracking and stuff, drum tracking or something? Yeah, yeah. I was um, uh, Gabrielle uh, is out of house. She's back in Florida. So I have, um, since the moment she walked out the door, I've been sitting in the basement and recording like a fucking crazy person. Got two tracks um, that I'm working on right now. Um, over the last like 48 hours or something, I was, I was working on. But I spent the whole day doing the drum tracks up to like four or five last night, um, doing all the rhythms and bass tracks and uh, guitar harmonies and stuff. But then, because you can't play the drums in the middle of the night, which in a duplex, which is kind of a shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you can. Your neighbors, neighbors would just get real mad at you. I don't know. She was over there bumping Foreigner at like two in the morning. <laughs> Is she old, young? She's like thirty, so yeah, okay. she's young. She's a young, a young woman. Foreigner's good though. It wasn't like Little Wayne or something. Yeah, it was. Kind of. Feels like the first time. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, this is good shit. They they. Do they play? Uh, I got some toothbrush, my toothpaste, tempted by the fruit of oh, another. Is that Foreigner or is that Crofts or something? Uh, I'm totally off. Yeah, look it up. I, I, that, that does sound that might, like I, them, though. Maybe that squeeze. Is I don't think that's them, but... So what do you guys think about um, people that think the earth is flat? I'm, I'm interested in it. I, I haven't ruled it out. <laughs> I've never personally seen the uh, seen the Earth from space, so the jury's still out for me. Yeah, but you've been in a fucking airplane. You've seen it, right? Who knows, I man? Think, it it could just the, be an optical illusion. I think the Earth is definitely round, but it it is one of those things. that's like, damn. Well, you know what? I have never seen seen it <laughs> blown up. I just went in right in, right into this, just like flat Earth. Why not? Yeah, why not, man? I was something fun to talk about. I was it, looking it up yesterday. I, I was um, I was looking at it, and the the the, the way they um, they describe it, how it could be flat, it's very interesting. It's like it's very science fiction esque. That there's you know glacier walls that are keeping us out from you know what's no one's ever been get be able to get to the other side of this wall you know that surrounds us as a thing. Mm-hmm. It's very um, it's very tempting to go down that rabbit hole. I think. Yeah. Go check out the glacial walls. Yeah, I would like to. You know, in Antarctica that's what happened to the Titanic is they tried to go off a glacial wall and they sunk. Oh, really? That's, 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 that's part of that's the exactly, Yeah, that's no, wow. that's 100% fact, dude. It was, <laughs> it was a government cover-up. I just think something like that is like, <laughs> there's so many people involved with that that it'd just be like really impossible to... Well, I guess it's, it is, it might be one of those things that it's like, if anybody does try to speak out on it, they're like... Come on, dude. They get Clinton when that happens. Yeah, they right. get Clinton. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about it. Moon landing. Where you guys? Where the you moon landing, from? right. So I, I used to be like 100% like super skeptical, skeptical on it. But now I'm like, I don't know. It's just, it seems kind of ridiculous that like we, we only were able to fly like 50 years earlier, whenever it was uh, when the Wright brothers first flew was like 19, 1910s or something. Yeah, 1910, 1911. And then only 
50, 60 years later, we were on the moon. It just seems like a huge jump, but look, I mean, we got cell phones now, so oh, yeah. technology moves pretty quick, but... Yeah, I mean, most people didn't have a, a car in, in the turn of the century. Like, they were still riding around on horses, horse and buggy style. And there's a huge motive, too. That's the thing with, like, the flat earth, like, what's the motive for... Russia's the motive for everything, though. Right, <laughs> Russia. Yeah. The arch nemesis. But, I mean, that's the obvious motive for America to fake it if they did... If we, we did American City. America is a bunch of used car salesmen, I will say that. So it yeah. would be a scam that they were trying to run to make it look like we were the first. I mean, that, that, that's valid. Right. Whether or not it actually happened. To assume that America faked it in the first place, I think that's kind of valid. Yeah, yeah. I, I would, that I seems would. like something America would do. Yeah. <laughs> America is like a, a drunk girl. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't seem like... Too too difficult to to fake either. You know, it's like, oh yeah, we can do that. Well, have you, you fucking just put somebody seen up in orbit and then we'll we'll film it in a studio or something? Have you have you seen that Stanley fucking Kubrick movie? Yeah, yeah. Two thousand one. Well, the shining. Well, the shining is what. Yeah. Well, both those connect. Yeah, two thousand one though. Yeah. But I mean, just like the way two thousand one looks, man. Yeah. Fucks me up. And then they got the all the conspiracies about in the shining. He was. Uh, Putting in a under the table message of like, yeah, I filmed it. Cause uh, Danny's, dude, I love I love the conspiracies around that movie too, or just the hidden messages that people see in there. Yeah. Where he stands up and he's got the Apollo thirteen shirt, uh, sweater on. Have you ever seen that? I, I've room two thirty seven. No, I, I know I know what you're talking about, but I haven't seen it. It's like a documentary or just a mashup of uh, all the kind of um, secret messages that people think are in The Shining. I don't know, they may or may not be in there. Some of them are kind of like dumb and like stupid. <laughs> like, I can't believe people actually think that it's, I don't know, like there's stuff about the, the Native Americans, it's about the, and then there's stuff about uh, Apollo Moon Landing and stuff. It's really cool though, because that's such a weird movie. It's such a like not straightforward horror movie for the time. Yeah. I mean, it's so it's such a cerebral. Yeah, it's just, it's like a psychological thriller that's so not action packed. Like everything is pretty calm until like the very end. So it's kind of Stephen uh, Stephen King doesn't like that version of yeah, the he hates it. Yeah, absolutely hates it. Like I think that was uh, one of the things that made him get back, like try and get back all the rights to his movies. That way he could approve stuff. Yeah. Well, Stanley Kubrick actually like. Like, he actually changed the color of a car <laughs> or something to make it, like, Stephen King's color or whatever car he had or something. Like, it was a slap in the face, like, this is going to be my movie. I'm going to do what I want with it. But, uh, wow, like, okay. he, like, he totally did, like, it was something trivial where it was, like, I'm going to change but this. But it was a fuck you, you, yeah. Like, I'm not going by your book, you know. I'm just I feel using, like it should be that way. I feel yeah, like it should be that way. It's it's another artist's interpretation of art. Like you know, you don't want to hear "Stairway to Heaven" the same way twice. For sure, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah I'm I'm cool with that too. I mean, other that's a different, maybe a different topic, but uh, I don't know. It's just cool, like the the kind of conspiracies people have on that movie and Eyes Wide Shut too about the Illuminati. You guys seen that? No, I haven't seen Eyes Wide Shut. Is that with Tom Cruise? Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've I've heard about it. It's weird, man. I've it's long. I've only seen it like twice, but uh, yeah, it's a pretty a lot a lot of orgies and uh, yeah. Uh, All right, yeah, <laughs> stuff. Yeah, they got an orgy scene in there. So what's the deal with Scientology, man? Speaking of Tom <laughs> dude, man, I don't know. I mean, it's obviously dude. I think Scientology is starting to really come unraveled. Oh I, yeah, yeah. I mean, now did you see that they busted uh, John Travolta for like? sexual misconduct and then they, they they're talking about uh danny masterton masterson hide from that 70s show no he's not yeah he's a scientologist and i guess he they said that he like brutally raped multiple women in inside allegedly and scientology covered it up wow and allegedly brutally Trump, yeah brutally it wasn't just a rape he's yeah, a brutal it, was, rapist. it was a brutal rapist isn't all rape brutal <laughs> though <laughs> No. Yeah. Sometimes it's just kind of messy, right? You're like, well, it wasn't consensual. 
that's probably not brutal. It's not okay, but you know, like brutally makes me brutal think, is like, like he's pulling the lips off her, like, like just squeezing her face until right. she screams. Like yeah, that's things. what it. What it. I guess it was the way that they said it. They said it was real violent. He's like choking chicks out and stuff like that. So damn, dude, there's a lot of shit going on now. What do you guys think about the whole like? sexual misconduct or like this all the allegations and everything that's been happening the past couple of uh couple of weeks i don't give a shit you don't, <laughs> you don't care <laughs> i don't give a shit dude it's like yeah every, people are crazy and it's being dealt with man there's nothing for me to get excited about man like i know where my dick is and i know what it does and it is not dastardly i do not have a dastardly dick <laughs> no no dastard dick nah man yeah yeah just there's creepy people out there all the time. Um, what you talking about, Louis C.K. thing specifically? Yeah, dude. Well, it yeah, started with a director. Yeah, it's, now it's like a trend. It's like yeah, everybody's been and then fucking everybody's uh, just dumping on each other right now. Harvey Weinstein, dude, Corey, Corey Feldman. Have you guys seen? No, this? not Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. No, but no, there's no, al- there's like, no allegations against him. He's making allegations. Though. He's making allegations against himself. No, not no, about no, not against himself. When I was a kid actor. He was saying that he like, got. He's kind of like loopy, though. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I kind of believe some of the shit he's saying. I think. Oh I think, yeah. I think it's. Lying, I dude. think there's probably like a lot of pedos and creeps and shit like that in Hollywood for sure. It's, it's fucked because you don't actually ever know. No. You don't actually ever know. No one's public about that. It can be anybody, and apparently it's a lot of people. I would never thought that. Yeah. We we all seem like normal gentlemen. We don't have thoughts like that in our heads, but. Right. Some people do. Some people do. I mean, they have dastardly dicks. <laughs> dastardly dicks, man. And whenever you get power and stuff like that, you know, and you've you've already done like like all the sorts of pleasure, just like you're done a ton of cocaine or whatever those like guys have done. You're just like I need more extreme. I need more, like more and more. And then then you get into like children's assholes, ch- like uh, child like, porn and shit. You know, that's all those guys get into that, or they just get into like. Um, pressuring people into doing things like however those guys did but uh i don't know it's definitely a trend right now i don't i don't know how much of it is well i think i'm not media i think a lot of it in the media right now it's like, probably true but i think once one allegation is is made against someone like harvey weinstein like you look at him and you hear one story and you're like okay yeah i believe that and then i I feel like there's probably some people out there who probably maybe didn't get sexually assaulted by him, and they're saying, like, yeah, I got sexually assaulted. What Bill Cosby, like, there's, like, not enough time for him to, like... I don't even remember what assaulted that was women. So Bill, was Bill Cosby? Great, great. Yeah, so... Uh, Bill... just, it got so out of control that everybody stopped giving a shit. I think that's what happened. That's, and you know what? That's what's going to happen again. That's yeah. what's going to happen with yeah. all of this. It's just going to keep happening. There's going to be more allegations that keep coming out, and then... People are gonna stop caring, and, and everyone's just gonna become numb to it. It's like it was like the Las Vegas shooter, dude. Yeah, yeah, no one's they, fucking talking about the Las Vegas shooter anymore. Yeah, which right. seems like a conspiracy. One of, to me. one of our fucking own, right there. <laughs> it seems like a conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's also human nature, man. It's just, it's just so saturated. It's everywhere. It's just how you just disengage. Yeah. It's just and then then you're empowering it, whatever that is. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to say what part of it is just. I'm not saying masturbations are natural, but, like, the way we're perceiving it is, like, natural that we're just going to, like, become numb to it. Like, maybe that's what's supposed to happen, or maybe we are supposed to... I don't know. I don't know the answer. I'm just saying, like, throwing that thought out there that maybe being numb to it is our way of, like, coping with it or something. I think think you're right about that. I'm a repressive motherfucker all day. Absolutely. That's how you got to survive in this world. We're men, motherfuckers. (laughs) Well... What do you think happened with the Las Vegas shooter? Do you think that it was just one lone dude who decided to shoot all those people? I don't think that was, as far as, like, are you asking? You You think it was a conspiracy? I don't think so, man. I think, you know, like, I don't know. Now it's coming to me now, like, just, like, maybe what what it could have been. He's just, like, he just wanted pushing the extremes. Like, I need more. The dude was, like really into gambling and uh you know that's a sort of like a risk and like on edge kind of a thing yeah maybe he just needed to do like he felt like he like had this crazy desire to do the most insane thing ever you know what he's just he's just meant you know mentally ill or whatever yeah i think his shit was more like 
he was in the he was in the Led Zeppelin and and he saw all these country music fans and he just he just couldn't take the music is pretty <laughs> pretty offensive. Yeah, I imagine like, the music is bad. If you I, I don't know if there's uh, I'm, I'm being serious though. Is there an actual psychological reason like that they've come to conclude they've concluded that like this is why this man didn't no they, they just the media pretty much dropped it all together and if you look it up there's there's nothing and one thing that I heard uh, I had a friend who told me that. He, I guess he had ran up his, his debt for gambling and they were starting to like threaten his family and threaten him. And what, what instead of being, they were like, uh, like, fuck you, pay me. And he was like, no, fuck you. And then he killed all those people at the hotel and then like the stock obviously crashed really quick. For what? For the hotel. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And suck. like that, that place is permanently going to be associated with that act yeah. for all eternity like in v- Vegas's economy took like a huge uh, I uh, bet yeah tor- torpedo like they, they weren't getting flights and stuff for a while yeah yeah I, I know for me even like you know I mean I, Vegas has always been a really awesome image in my mind and that's just like something that's kind of makes it more uh negative for sure and I'm sure that's what it is for a lot of people have you guys seen Casino by Martin Scorsese. No, no. You, you you told me about that. Dude. I got it in my okay. List. You got to fucking see that movie. I think that 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 movie's really underrated because it's the follow up to Goodfellas. Mm. Um, but it's like it's like Jackie Brown. Like Jackie Brown was a movie after Pulp Fiction. Jackie Brown's not it's a, a bad great, movie. It, I love. That it's a good movie. movie. It's it's a great it. fucking movie. But people forget about it or they sleep on it because it's the one right after Pulp Fiction. It's like, how do you fucking well, yeah, yeah, follow up Pulp Fiction? Yeah, the album that comes after Dark Side of the Fucking Moon. Yeah. Right? What is how it? Do, how do you yeah. write that? I don't even know what it is. Yeah. What is, that, what is the album after? It's, it's Wish You Were Here. It's actually a... Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a great, that's a great, great fucking album. album. <laughs> it's as fantastic, if not more, but uh, <laughs> in different ways. Yeah, man. Follow-ups are... That's why a lot of people, a lot of second movies, movies number two, like... Usually fall short. No, fuck that. Shut the fuck up. Rush Hour 2. Rush Hour 2 is a perfect movie from right. beginning to fucking end. Carter out there, lee, lee, screaming at the dude. There's so many fucking, he's driving around that Corvette fucking Stingray. I was watching that movie the other night. That was one of the best. The, the, the way it's so fucking wide, like the way it looks on the screen is just heavy. Is that the one where they're in <laughs> France? No, they're not in France. They're in China. They're in China? Yeah, they're oh. in China, man. Well, there's one, there's a Rush Hour where they're in France, right? I think that's the third one. Rush Hour. It just 3? came out like no, I think or something. third one's in America. I think. What is it? I just thought came was... out like oh, yeah, ten yeah. years ago when I, I was I saw it. That was, that movie was directed by Brett Ratner, I think. Well, one I of the know. directors has an alle- a- the allegations against him. Oh shit! Yeah. It's all being connected. It's, it's a conspiracy, oh, yeah, dude. Triangles everywhere. You can draw them. In maybe the- maybe <laughs> this podcast is a conspiracy, <laughs> right? I don't know, man. Conspiracies are fun. They're definitely, they play on, I think they are, psych- a lot of us, our psychology definitely craves them. Because it's just like mystery. Oh, like, it's something deep, you know. There's some great, deep meaning behind it. Like, we definitely, we crave meaning so much, man. Same with the, I think like with the with the shootings and stuff, it's like, I think that guy probably just had like some dumb motive. You know, it might just, it's probably just a meaningless crime and everybody's just freaking out because it's like, what we're the tr- fuck? We're trying to make sense of it. Yeah. You ever talked to crazy That's the most. What? what? You ever talked to like a real fucking crazy person before, like do schizophrenia or something like real mental condition? Like, not knowingly, I don't think. I mean, maybe just like a homeless person out on the street walking by him, but not carrying on a conversation. Well, with I've, I've had a few conversations with schizophrenics and like people with severe bipolar just like about their shit and man, it's, it's not, it's, it's definitely pretty common and it's pretty repressed and before people are more likely, I think, to act out like that and kill a bunch of fucking people before like a, whatever that fucking guy's about is willing to go and like, you know, seek some comfort inside himself with somebody else, man. Mm-hmm. Like, he's ready to like, go for some therapy or something. Just rather act out. It's fucking bizarre, dude. It's, it's like, I heard that schizophrenia manifests itself differently in like different parts of the world. What? I don't know really? how true that is. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm not saying. Like I heard like in, in like other places, it could be like a, a child's voice, or it could be more playful. And then in other places, it could be, you know, like America. You know, everything's just crazy all the fucking time. Everything's to the extreme. So the voice is to the extreme. 
Which kind of makes sense, because it's, it's a disease of the mind, and like, so we're, like, we're really one cool. among many. Yeah. Well, I've heard a lot that, like, psychological things are, like, uh, or in, 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 and in biology, like, a lot of things that are hereditary, your, 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 your genetics put the code there, and then your environment, like, pulls the trigger of, like, whether or not it's going to be acted, you know? Ah, uh, yeah, I've heard, heard that, yeah. What is it? The... Your ge- genetics load the gun, yeah, yeah, and the environment gun. pull the trigger. Yeah. So it's like, ooh, that's good. I yeah, like that. I took that from Sony. Don't don't hold me. You know, I didn't come up with that, but <laughs> it does. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. So that makes sense. I've heard that like like uh, deaf people think differently as far as you know when we're thinking our inner dialogue in our head, like, it's like a voice, is, even though it's quiet, you know, we, it's not, like, audit, audio, or I hope not, I don't know, maybe you guys maybe are maybe hearing, schizophrenic. like, an actual voice, but, you know, you kind of talk to yourself in your head, and you're, like, it's with words, you know, Yeah. but apparently deaf people, like, don't do that, they think, and they don't have an inner voice or whatever, which is interesting, it's just, like, uh, schizophrenia, like you said, it's different. For different people and different um, voice. that's a weird thing to think about man because if you think about it if you just thought in intent and just like emotion without the use of language in your own head how much faster you get everything fucking done like you should get you in your head you're always sitting there and you're spelling everything out kind of specifically yeah um, meditation man have so, you guys ever heard of the uh, the biblical story tower of babel oh yeah man that's yeah. well that's what we it go, kind of we go back yeah today's <laughs> day and age it reminds me Kind of reminds me of it because, like, the tower, and you can, if I'm wrong about this, you can correct me. I'm trying to remember everything from it, but it's like they built this giant tower that went up to heaven, and God got mad about it. And then he, like, made a thousand different languages for everybody to be speaking, and no one was able to communicate with each other anymore. And that's almost like what the internet is. It's like we all, like, we figured out how to, how to reach this, this heaven, but we're misusing it. And well, we're all we're using it for good. I think the internet is the answer to everything, but I also think it's. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it is, I think, dude. I think it's overall positive. But there's definitely some negative. There's shit. some dark I mean, shit on there. Black market that's on the dark web and shit. It's like yeah. you know, that's that all cool. bad shit. But I think it's more. It's it's pulling everybody together to be more universally connected and shit. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, you can communicate with people from other countries and other cultures and other languages and, that you wouldn't normally get their perspective or get to talk to. Exactly, the amount of knowledge and just ideas that you can get from it. Worldwide. If you think about it, man, like, if we all spoke the same language, it'd be a lot more understanding between, like, but what's the main problem between, like, North fucking Korea and the rest of the world is, like, no one can fucking understand what the words coming out of their mouth mean. Like, their language is fucking weird. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Exactly, <laughs> dude. <laughs> North Koreans, they're weird. Like, this little fat guy running the country. Yeah. Like, like, and they all walk around like penguins. Like, I, you can't even take that shit seriously. And... Like they all say, like, what the fuck are they even talking about? Like, it's all kind know. of a, all kind of a comedy. Like the whole thing, like yeah, Trump like, tweeting about, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like just t- guys, tweeting, like, yeah, just like tweeting them and being like, yo, like he called, he called me. What did he say? He, he called me short and fat. I never called him old or something like something like that. Oh yeah, I called him old or something. I was like, yeah, you are old. Like you're, yeah. you're a little old man in the White House that no yeah. one likes. <laughs> An old white guy. Yeah, it's just no white guy, like, like the rest of the country. It's yeah. Cool old white guys whose opinions don't matter, but they think they do. It's our word now, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know, man. We're living in such a strange time. I think, I, what is it going to be like when our generation, like, rises and people die off? It's going to be sick. You think so? It's going to be fucking sick. Are you kidding me, dude? I can't wait for all these old people to die. Like, it, <laughs> okay, maybe, you know, like, you know, there's, cool, there's a couple of cool ones. But... Dude, if you think about it right now, like, we're at a point in time where, like, creativity is its all-time highest, communication is all-time highest. You can go on the internet and find anything that needs... Yeah, we're all here, we're all together, we're all united in one common place. All you gotta do is just fucking type in two words that you're interested in, you'll take you to all the other people that are also interested in those two fucking words, whatever it means. And, dude, that on, like, a larger scale, like, when we're 50, 60, like, we're old people that need to die, like, the, there's gonna be, like, a lot of really weird, twisted, dark government shit going on, maybe, you know, if we keep going down this weird hole, but, like, there's, like, a percentage of people that'll always be cool, you know, like, the cool motherfuckers that, that, that aren't scared to be themselves and, like, go do creative things, 
and like whatever that is, like, like 42% of people will say are just fucking awesome. Those, that 42% is going to be just like the sickest, unimaginable, like awesome. It's going to be so cool when we're 50. Those people are just, they're not going to have any, they're not going to grow up with any like, uh, like less racism, no judgment, man. Like that's all going away. It's going away in weird oh, yeah. ways and it's kind of sucks because people are like attached to these it, It's ideas. like we're, we're purging it out of our system like a poison right now. Yeah, we're not doing it right, but like it's happening and like so what? It's like food poisoning. Like you have to puke out the bad stuff. You just have to get it out of you. Yeah. Yeah, and then I mean, like all the all the the positive, like it's a great thing that like we're pushing it back against stuff like uh, like racism and sexism and, and all that stuff. But like all this, all like some of these other stuff that that kind of goes with it, like like uh, the third wave feminism and stuff. It's just like yeah. that shit's all negative, in my opinion. I mean, like man spreading being an issue and. <laughs> yeah, I I have I mean, a hard time understanding like, man spreading. I mean, it's just like. If someone's opening their legs or not, I mean, I, I don't understand. Wait, what's manspreading? You that? never heard of this before? <laughs> no, what's that? It's, it's just, it's like how, like, most, mo- more guys than girls, when they sit, they, they kind of, like, they open their, their leg? legs go like that. I like, I'm, I like to cross, but, yeah, I, I understand. But, I mean, they're, they're, they're this is seen like, as a microaggression. There was, like, though. campaims, like, there was, yeah, like, it's like a, it's a big deal. Against Against that, you know, shut the fuck up. What stupid woman got offended by that? I swear, I swear, dude. Dude, balls get in the way. It's nothing personal of men or women. Go go grow some balls. Get kicked out of five thousand times in public school, and then fucking sit with your legs crossed for the rest of your life. I don't think so, woman. You wouldn't do that. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Try sitting on your balls. Tucked in. It's all in there. It's all included. Yeah, there's things here that, that need to need to happen in order for me to be comfortable when I sit. I, I mean, I don't even care. It's just it's just a matter of, like, why are you... Like, how, how is that an issue, like, oppressing... Like, that's not oppressing anybody, you know? It's just, like, somebody's sitting in a certain... Certain bad... I mean, people take most seriously? men, like... Yo, say, yeah, dude. People... Oh, yeah, dude, people it's it's are, a fucking big deal on the on. internet. Yeah. Man, I don't fuck with that internet. Um, that, that, <laughs> with that's that cool. Internet, um, I don't touch that stuff. <laughs> that's the dark web, dude. Yeah, that's that's the darkest web, man. I don't, that was just an issue I I heard like two years ago, but it's just like some of these some of this shit is just like insane, like band band bossy or something. What was a full campaign? Oh yeah, when they were trying to take away the word bossy. They're like, stop calling women bossy because. What? I don't know. It was just something. It was so dumb. Let's like, switch it back was just... to bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hashtag bring bitch back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> women don't really get called assholes. I, I call Gabby asshole like probably five times a day. Really? Yeah. Well, I think I think like <laughs> st- the standard vernacular is not like the way that people always do it is like women are bitches and men are assholes. But it can be used vice versa. I think you can you can use use it either way. I've been called a bitch by many people. I've oh, also yeah, I've too. also been called a bitch. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Hashtag yeah. bring bring bitch back. Policy. I don't know. What, the, what, what we're talking about, man, these are the problems that arise with um, all this, this, this PC. The Tower stuff. of Babel, dude. Yeah. Like, it's, it's overall positive. That, it's just some of these negative things that go well, with it. Yeah. It's like, okay, so let's let's say all these, these feminists, okay, the, the world comes together. Feminists, you're right, of course. Women should have all, all equal rights across the board. And then they get equal rights all the way across the board, which they obviously should have. But then what do the feminists complain about? Like, we're working well, they towards... They start something. imagining shit that isn't there or like... Exactly. They've they made things like manspreading. Is isn't like an actual issue, you know, that's not really holding them back from opportunity. It's just like... Yeah, well, I don't I, like people, my life. Oh, you know what it is? It's probably manspreading. You know, it's probably this and that. Well, I feel like that's anytime... It's a fucking sucks. excuse. Anytime exactly, people are like, really... Yeah, exactly. It's a fucking excuse not to work hard. It's a fucking excuse to be lazy, dude. Yeah, like, I don't care. Sure. If, I don't care if you're a woman. Like, there's, there's everybody has shit, and there's shit in everybody's lives that will hold them back and they have to overcome. And any fucking woman or man or plant or animal or tree that has to make an excuse because because they haven't succeeded just means they haven't worked hard enough. For sure, yeah. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta overcome whatever it is. I mean, I'm... I'm sorry that the world's unfair, but that's just how the fuck it is. And there's more loser guys than there are women. Women are... <laughs> if you want to have like, yeah. they, we, we are not equal women. Women are sick. Right. They, they have the ability to be far more successful. Oh, yeah. yeah well, I, don't, sure. I don't know. It's just, it's just different. And I think that 
like kind of the the wrong way of, of a lot of these feminists are doing it or even guys or whatever it's just like kind of seeing problems that don't like they're not really things that we need to be focusing on just like like we're different we're made up differently like chemically I mean it's not to say like there's guys that have what are you saying are you saying men and women aren't the same <laughs> no man we're exactly the same <laughs> I don't know. It's just we're we're different. I I don't know why people. I think differences. What what our culture needs to fucking learn how to do is to celebrate our differences. Yeah. I feel like differences aren't celebrated enough, and we just criticize each other's differences. Whether it's people who are racist or people who are angry about racism, I feel like I'm just indifferent to everything. Yeah, me too. I'm just a, a neutral to everything and everyone, and whatever happens, it's just like okay, well. uh... Sorry, you know, I mean, I, I just like to see everybody succeed, but in order for that to happen, I think we need to all do mushrooms as a society. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we just need to do one big trip, like, you know, the day after Thanksgiving, everybody eats, a, you know, a half ounce of mushrooms. We all... We that's all the true guy. purge. Yeah, that's the true that's purge. That's the true purge, dude. Everybody has to take at least one gram of mushrooms, a light dose. But that, that's enough. That's enough to, to at least be like, oh, shit. I don't know, man. Some uh, Maybe uh, there needs to be more research on it just to, like, see for sure. But I think I We've think, been doing research for, like, a zillion years. I think we just – our research is the purge. I've been, what, I've, been, that's what it needs I've, be. I've been doing research on this subject since I was 16. <laughs> but there's just not – there's not a whole lot of, like, large studies. Just I'm not I'm, – I think the, that it should be studied. It's, it's, it's bullshit that it's not. Like, yeah, actually. But, I mean, I just, like, like, I talked to this hippie about, was, like, he was dead serious about, like, we need to put LSD in the water system and wake up everybody. I'm like, dude, I mean, that's a little extreme. Maybe some people need to stay where they're at, like, mentally and just kind of yeah stay in the corner because if they, whatever, you know, you know, maybe some people need to be Mormons or whatever, you know, it's just, like, it's a very simple way it works for them. They don't end up like hurting anybody else by doing it, you know. The world needs Mormons, man. I agree. I mean, for some people, I'm not saying like <laughs> for everybody. Well, yeah, man. Spread and grow, but for some people, it works, you know. And, and it's it's nonviolent as long <laughs> as it's nonviolent and it's like they're not sucking off of anything else. Maybe, maybe one day mushrooms will be legal. I'm willing to bet probably within our lifetime. Yeah, or at least um, available for like prescription use or something like that. Because the psychological benefits, as well as the uh, like the, the the physical benefits um, that, that have been found, insane. It feels like scrubbing your brain. Yeah, it feels like scrubbing your brain, man. You gotta plug, you know, plug back into your spiritual center there for a second. Sometimes, like like what we were talking about before, the whole voice of society right now is just me, me, me. It's like, oh, I'm black. He's white. I'm. You know, <laughs> right. I'm a woman, and, and she's a man. I'm and, a man. And like, that's all this fucking cool. Men but, do. Like, identity isn't that important. Identity yeah. is no. just a front. And yeah, yeah identity so is funny. Front. Like, I can't It protects it your ego. It, yeah. Like, people are so into it. Like, it is really important. You know, like, people, like when you're growing up in school, it's like, yeah, you should express yourself. You know, you it's part of your identity. You should be proud of, of who you are. And I'm not saying, like, those are bad things, but... Just encourage. It's being encouraged a lot, really. Like when you grow up, and it's just part of our, part of our American culture for sure, to kind of be attached to things like, uh, like like Devin is. Uh, <laughs> he's all about Texas, man. I, I just, is that uh, where he's from? He's yeah, he's boy. from Texas. He's all about it. it uh, all about Texas, and what's he all about Texas about? Well, tell me about. Where's he? Where's he's he's like a about. huge Willie Nelson fan. Hell yeah. His, yeah. His, his album. He just he just got his album. Great, great, great guy. By the way, I'm not talking crap about Devin, and he he would tell you he agree with me by saying this. He's a he's a Texas guy, man. He's a to and, the bone, and everybody's yeah. attached to you know identity and sure. shit. But he's just a great example. It's just one of those things. Is um he his album is called Texas Fried. Lucky. I think he mentions <laughs> I think he mentions Texas in lyrics in his lyrics in every one of his ten songs. <laughs> What's the album art? Tell me about the art. It's a Texas flag. That's it. I think so. That's it. Just a fucking Texas. And he's he's got his, you know, his uh, his truck or whatever he had, 
when he was in Texas. <laughs> now, how does he, does he wear a hat and everything? Did he wear a cowboy hat? Yeah. He got to, man. He's got, he's, got, he's got the state of Texas, like, thing on the wall, and Texas shit all over the place, you know? Texas is a fucking state of mind. That, right. I, that's, that's, that's my conclusion. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like California like, is also a state of mind. Texas yeah. is, a, is, a, is the same way. Yeah, yeah, there's some states, like, I'm from Pennsylvania, like, nah. There's, 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 there's no, there's no yeah. Pennsylvania state of mind. There's culture, it's just like, it's dirty people and, like, you know, Same. coal miners. Yeah, <laughs> Philly cheesesteaks. Like, people from Georgia are like, they talk highly of Georgia, they're like, yeah, Georgia is awesome, you know, like, they'll talk very mm-hmm. highly of it, you know. It's one of those states, I guess. Florida is, too. I think Florida's a place in New York. Really? But, I don't, but just I don't the city, much of, I don't hear, I mean, I'm from Florida, I don't really... No, uh, you you Florida people all got a vibe. <laughs> right, There's really? something that comes from Florida, man. Like I don't care where you're all from. Right. Like you got that panhandle sauce. You coming down there from like the fucking <laughs> panhandle the, the, sauce. That, that fucking the, the thing, the South Point. What's the part all the way south next to Cuba? Yeah, that's South Florida. Panhandle. South Florida. Yeah. <laughs> What's the panhandle? That's where I was born, dude. I was I was born down in South Florida. Yeah, I'm surrounded by people from fucking Florida. Gabby's from Florida too, man. There's yeah, that's right. She is Florida, Florida right now. I don't know what what the deal is. I mean, a lot of people from. From Florida and, and Nashville. Florida. Dude, I like uh I like South Florida. I like Miami. It's have you have you been down there, Ben? You've been down there before, right? I've been to Miami when I was younger, but I never like you know, I went there my mom was doing something for work down there, so didn't really get to see nude beaches and stuff. Maybe in the clubs. <laughs> I, I, I like to check them out though. I like it down there. It's it's really cool. I mean, I used to hate it down there, but I went down there on a trip last year to go visit my sister, and uh, I went on a canoe ride with my friend Amir, and we uh, we went through like this this uh, these groves, uh, Alita State Park. Orange groves? They're not orange groves. I don't know what they're act they're at, they actually are. It's like those those big Florida like swampy looking branches. Oh, just those crazy trees? Yeah, just the crazy fucking trees. I don't know what they're called, but we we canoed through that, and um, we had... Cypress trees? Maybe. I don't know what they're they're called, but we we took some peyote. Shit. What? Yeah. What adventure? Where'd you find peyote? Uh, he had it. He said that he got it. He's, he, like, had to, um, Random, he had to, like, prove himself to get it, I guess. Like, uh, the guy what? he got it from, yeah, he got it from someone who was, like, the real peyote deal. So he had some, to. Some Native American dude. That was I like, think so, yeah. You need to prove What yourself. the fuck did you do for this, then? How did you prove yourself? Can yeah, you, you didn't prove um, yourself. He, he just knows, I guess, I'm spiritually, uh, spiritually inclined. You ain't spiritually whack, you got it. I'm, yeah. dude, you I'm, I'm aligned. Right. You yeah. ain't nothing. <laughs> it was pretty good though. I mean, I didn't really notice. I didn't feel really tripped. I just felt very relaxed. Like it was a very relaxing. Like we were out in the, the sun, and it was a nice day. And uh, we smoked some weed on this little cove, and we went swimming, and it was really good. Dude, you guys were canoeing in Florida, and you were both on peyote. Yeah, something about it just seems really kind of dangerous. <laughs> yeah, we were canoeing I'm, I'm in the, o- the ocean too. What? Yeah. What? Wow, yeah. So man. so it was this place called Alita State Park. I, I accidentally stole a hat from there. Accidentally. I was it was one hundred percent an accident because we were in the, we were in the little gift shop and I was like I probably uh, need this hat and I tried it on and we were on peyote and then uh, I walked out without paying for it. You pay without paying for what? Paying for the hat. So I was all I was all fucked up on peyote. I wasn't. <laughs> and then we went and we uh, and we rode the canoe through this through this area. It was like this little inlet area, and we rode out and we were in the ocean, and it was a great time, man. I really enjoyed it a lot. That's cool. Man. It's nice to be in nature like that. Oh, for sure, man. I love it. If, if to not have your cell phone with you. Mm-hmm. I really like feeling that way sometimes. Yeah, that's... that's <laughs> that was like a confession. Like, that's sick. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I, I like not having my cell phone with me. A, a cell phone can be a huge burden sometimes. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Always it's, on call. Always on call, dude. That's exactly the, the way it is. It's just like you're always... There's Everything is always away at your fingertips. Anything you could possibly want to know. You can you can find it. I feel like... That much information all the time is, is spiritually overwhelming. Yeah, fuck that. Um, I don't text anybody back. That's how I deal with it. 
And then, I, and then I like to leave it at home, like, most of the time. I, I hate I hate my fucking phone. Like, it's, it's for fucking the band and, like, my mom. <laughs> it's, a, it's a useful, it's definitely a useful tool. Yeah. I, I just get fucked up on it, man. It's easy, like it. dude. It's addicting. It's like a drug. Yeah, it is, because we're all addicted to it. And it's like, me, me saying I don't like it just means I'm fucking, like, I'm addicted to it, man. I'm yeah. addicted to that shit. Yeah, know? for sure. And, like, it's weird when you're in a room full of people and everyone's not talking to each other and they're on their cell phones. Dude, looking, everywhere. Looking at down at their screens, no matter where you go, that's how it is. I definitely avoid doing that. Kind of I'm, gu- I'm guilty of it sometimes, but I try and be, I try and be mindful of it. I feel like if... Uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I Uber frequently, I would probably do go without a cell phone. Really? Yeah, yeah, I would. I would move. I would probably move over to a uh, a uh, a flip phone. I would probably go back. Yeah. I don't nice. know if I'd ever jump that far. I mean, I know it's like jump that far, like it's really big. But I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's like super negative, at least for my life. I definitely just like, like you said, avoid like when I'm sitting at a dinner table with other people. You know, I won't like take it out. If I'm with someone, man, that shit rides in my pocket, man. I get phone call, ignore it, like, like fuck that shit. Like, I mean, you want to be engaged, man. The reality and that shit just pulls you out of there. Like, you find yourself, you're holding your fucking phone, and you're just like, you're just sitting down. It's like, oh yeah, hey, someone text me back, text me back, and it's like, oh, I don't want to face it. The next thing, it's like 25 minutes gone by. It's like, what are you fucking doing? You've been staring I at feel- your hand for 25 fucking minutes, like an idiot. <laughs> I feel like it's also really bad for dating. So oh, yeah, I think, I think oh, yeah, it, it, because you're you're having all of these micro communications all the time. It's just like I really prefer not to text. And you have so much. Yeah, go ahead. No, that, that's all I was gonna say. Is that I prefer not to text women or like anything but logistics. Like I don't, I hate holding conversation through text. I don't. If, yeah, yeah, fuck that. I like that. I, I'll text information to people. Yeah. It's super unnatural because you have so much time to think about what what you're gonna say and yeah. what, what they said. When you're in like that's not normal. I feel like when you're in like like this right here, and especially with with uh, the opposite sex, and you're like on tension. You're like, oh shit, D- does she like me? Uh, do I like her? And all this stuff. Like it kind of forces you to to not have time to think and yeah. just kind of like spit things out. And now the text is like, oh, well, she said this. Um, well, what does she mean? Well, what should I say about you know? And all that shit is like. That, that, that never happened until now. Like, we would just have to go and interact. And, What's your and fucking date of birth? How old are you? Uh, How old are you both? 10, uh, October 20th, 1995. So I'm... Okay, 22. yeah, you're a month younger than me. Oh, wow. 11-18-91. Okay. I'm 26. Yeah, you're 26. You're, 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 yeah, um, shit. So when was the, when the cell phone hit in your lives? I was... I had a cell phone in high school. I didn't get a smartphone until I was actually I was living in Colorado. I have a Colorado area code for my number. So um, I was maybe 21 when I got a, a cell phone, but the internet was already in full swing. I already had a computer. Well, you was 21. That's five years ago. You yeah. Like, so what? 2012. Yeah. 2012. You got a cell phone. You didn't even have a cell phone. No, I had a cell phone. Oh. Okay. I just had like a, uh, like a, like a. Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't exactly razor, but it was similar to that. Fucking loser. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was some, some chocolate piece of shit track phone. Oh, piece of shit track phone. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that was my. That was the cell phone I had for a while, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I. I think it's it's good, but. Uber is the most useful tool that I probably probably have with it, or like looking up a GPS for directions. Yeah, I GPS all day for work. I use it for like fucking editing photos and shit all the time though. Like, and for the band, like email and Instagram, Facebook and shit. Yeah, it's it's useful. I I think the other thing that's important, maybe I'll start implementing this, is only emailing or replying to texts at a certain time in the day. Mm-hmm. Like maybe in the morning when I wake up, and then at the night before I go to bed. And if anybody contacts me in between, it just waits. It waits until a, a certified time to do that. I also think that's a productivity thing too. Yeah, because I don't really do that. you, it's so easy to get interrupted, like looking at your cell phone five thousand times. What yeah, about that I just shit? Don't but like, what about selfies and social media? Like Ooh, that shit is insane. Like that's like like this little this is little stuff we're talking. about. You want to talk about selfies on Facebook yeah, and Instagram? Dude, it's like, fucking. So it's ego, like really ego. bad. And we're talking about ego and shit. Like the, that is. That's I feel like it's for single people today. 
Yeah, yeah. I, that's like everybody, dude. Yeah, but I, I really feel like the the reason Sad, it should be used weird. is for for single people, like. You know what I mean? I, I feel like it, that's what it is. It's displaying how awesome you are and, like, trying to attract people to you, which is kind of strange. Dude, and, I mean, I've done them, and I've done them with other people. I don't do it that often. It's really weird. It's really uncomfortable for me to do. Like a selfie? Yeah. yeah I know. It's, it's just, just like, like I don't, it feels unnatural. I'm acknowledging that I'm trying to be, like, I'm trying to look good or I'm trying to, like, show people that I'm whatever, you know? Not only, yeah, you got to have candidates, man. It's super. That's a, you got to have a picture of yourself, man. It's got to be a candid. Because, like, this right here, like, the arm and everything, like, this whole thing. It feels bizarre. It's so bizarre. And it's so self-serving. So exactly. self-serving. It's just so many people. And I judge them. I judge every single one I see. I judge every selfie they, I've they ever want, seen. They want to, though. It's, like, it's all, like, this is me. This is my identity. I want you to judge me. I'm putting this out there. It's all like, hey, baby. Like, I everyone. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Everybody just wants that dick sucked. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it feels it feels unnatural. Everyone's scared to admit they want their dick sucked. What? I want my dick sucked. My dick sucked too, brother. How about you over there, man? You want your dick sucked? Sure. Nice. Why, why, is, why is our culture like that? Why do we have to be so... Uh, sexually ashamed Dude, or we can't know. we can't we're not allowed to be sexual beings yeah it's definitely I feel, taboo, don't, right? don't you feel that american, way american culture i can only speak for that but yeah and i'm not even so against like obviously in, in my own life i'm cool but like you know people get together with like multiple people man like are they like these like what, what are relationships too many people enjoy spending time with and sort of you want to spend time with a bunch yeah. of people like polyamorous right. or something like that man it's really interesting why there's like limitations and people are arguing over like what other people want to do with their fucking dicks and assholes like, yeah it's it's yeah and especially like like uh like homos- homosexuality and stuff it's like homosexuality people get so, sick. so passionate about like it's amazing it should it, that's wrong you know or no it should be okay and it's like why do you care like I feel like I shouldn't like, have another say in what someone it's does like, with their genitalia hell no and I don't want to say in what someone else does in their genitalia because I don't want them to have a say in, in my, with mine yeah, that's that's the only thing. The only time you have a say is when like there's you know there's, there's something about to go in or you're about to go in or something. Yeah, about to so someone else is about to touch it. Like it's yeah, or the doctor. A lot of value. We just feel like a ton of value in it. Like it it means so much. Again, it's like meaning. It it, it means so much. You know, and there's so many there's so many morals that go into it. You know, it's like it, it's really what it is. It's like eating. It's just some. It's a bodily like function that you fucking participate in it it's like that's that's really what it is logically when you break it down yeah you know? but people people put all this social and and moral and ethical things behind it you know it's just i don't know i got a question okay now has anything happened in the past 10 20 years i was just asking maybe maybe it has i can't think of anything right now because i just had thought but anything legendary that our generation will never ever forget that wasn't a fucking tragedy. Ooh, damn. Uh, I would say the eclipse. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, it's been a long time in America since that's when well, that was the '70s, though. No, I'm talking about the eclipse that ha- that happened recently. Yeah, that was, that was amazing. Re- remember? Yeah, it was. Am- I'm saying those. You already eclipse. forgot. What? I thought you already forgot. Oh right, so the eclipse. <laughs> No, I knew we were talking about the eclipse. I'm saying the, there was an eclipse in America in 71. Yeah. But the, that, this one went all the way across the majority of America. So that, was, that was fucking amazing, dude. It was, dude. It was there, was, there was a whole vibe when the eclipse happened, too. Everyone was like, whoa, Everybody, check it out. Everyone yeah. wasn't a dick for a day. And you were, yeah, and you pointed out, like, it was so awesome for everybody to be consumed and, and their attention to be on something that wasn't negative. It was something that was just like... Cool, man. It's yeah. gonna be cool. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are gonna see it. And it was well, just like it was it was it's almost so cool. like after after it happened, it was almost like this microdose situation where everyone. I feel like after the mushroom, I, mean, I, I can't even fucking think. It, it's like mushroom in the sky. yeah, it was a mushroom in the sky, dude. Because everyone was like, "Whoa, there's so." It was like for a minute, it was like the sun went out of the sky, and it wasn't there. And we all saw that that is capable of happening. Whether or not we subconsciously knew it, but it is capable for the sun to disappear out of the sky. Yeah. It happened in our lifetime. We all witnessed it. But yes, that's the only thing that I can really think of that's that's not a tragedy. 
pop, pop culture? Anything? The last 20 years? Uh, There's gotta be. I'm not. I'm, I'm, pretty, said something. I, I'm pretty optimistic. There's gotta be some. Is I mean, it, the tragedies definitely stand out really strong. I have, I have, I have, I have a theory. Is that, like, you, I mean, like, okay, you, you think about, like, things that happened in, like, you know, like, the 90s or something. It's like, oh, yeah, fuck. Like, there's a lot of really cool things. Like, you know, like, with Nirvana on the fucking MTV. Yeah. You know, and, like, yeah, like just just crazy. We don't have like a cultural up. moment. Uh, my, Cell phones. My my idea, like my, my idea, man, is just that it's um it's all so much, and you have to always be putting yourself out there to be relevant. So it's just always flooded. Like it's every week, it's something else. If you want to stay relevant as like an artist, or you know, or in technology, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, that way, there's no like it's, it just runs like water now. There's no like impact moments. Well, it's, it's just a war zone. I think it's kind of it's you it might be jumping ahead before mm-hmm. you can say that. You know, but it it's might, twenty years is a long time. Right, but, but I mean, so you're like thinking, okay, what's happened in two thousand? But in the two thousands, but maybe it's just a matter of like it hasn't been. It's we're not in twenty in the twenty twenties yet. It's a long period, like the eighties. Like, what if it's like, man, remember the good old days of cell phones when you. There wasn't all this bullshit back in the early 2000s. Yeah, that's that's exactly what cell phones were. That's exactly what it's going to be. Yeah, that's exactly what it's going to be like. Shit like Shoot. that, you know. Yeah. People always think back in the day was better than the, the modern day. Yeah, I think I think that. Yeah, I think everybody in 1972 thought everything was as awesome as ever going to be. Uh, 1972 was awesome though. Was I dude, I feel I like think, if I, I could do some there, time I'm traveling, just, uh, saying like it I could go. Badass. I would want to go back to the 70s if I could do time traveling. Seven, yeah, 70s. Either that or back to the 50s to be a jazz musician. 50s might want to go to the 40s, man. I don't know. 50s. Jazz wasn't. I don't know. Jazz wasn't super hot in the fifties, was it? Yeah, no, it was hot. It yeah. was it was the hottest that it, that it probably was. Yeah, sure. early sixties, late fifties, early sixties. Uh, yeah, what like what year did uh, kind of blue come out? Sixty two, sixty three, something like that. I don't know enough about it, but I I never thought I have this. I I, I hate fifties pop music though. That's what. Oh what! I don't like the fifties pop music. What about Elvis? Too. You, like, you like Elvis? Elvis, I mean, like all those guys are all right. You know, I like Frank Sinatra's cool and stuff. But like, I think it was. It's kind of almost mirrors some of the pop music that's out there today. It's just, it's really like not thought out and really just kind of, not that not the music has to be complicated, but it's just very like it was kind of hashing out of just, like let's not. I don't know. I I I'm, I could be going and contradicting myself because I love country music in the '60s and '70s, and that that shit was very simple. A lot of it, I don't know. It's just kind of. But it had artistic merit. Yeah, I that's actually the music. Like the music of the '50s was like that's the whole reason why I play music. Like really, but but that's what got me into. Well, like, like what, what, what was it? And stuff. Um, well, my dad gave me like a big, collect like not even like a big collection of records. I mean, it was probably like fifty. 45s he gave me from when he was growing up when I was you know he was born in 47 so like stuff he would take like sock ops and stuff and you know listen around the house and it was just like like Elvis and Chev Woolley and um like you know Richie Valens and Big Bopper and so much Buddy Holly man. dude fucking Buddy Holly the guitar players are insane Chuck Berry Chuck Berry hands down like like just are you a big yeah, chess see, records I fan? I don't really like. I don't really care about that kind of stuff. But it, it's like yeah, I, I get how you don't because like it's it's kind of nuanced and like unless it like tickles like a certain part of me that's still six years old and like yeah. just I hear that music and it excites me and it makes me think about like that whole time in my life and yeah. like finding music because then you go from there like where do you go from there? Well, the Beatles. That's why I think the Beatles were so huge is because they were like they changed stuff around. I like fucking kinda, love the Beatles. I like late Beatles. Yeah, I don't. I love get, all Beatles. I don't want to get like <laughs> the wrong idea. Like I think it's bad. I just no, man, it's cool. You know, I think it might be kind of like like how country music is for me. Like, again, it's just like, and I don't mean modern country, but like something about it just kind of it it hits you like in a certain part of your quote ear. You know, yeah. like you got to figure out how to listen to it. Like that's how that's how the Grateful Dead was for me. It was just like. When you when you when I heard it the first like ten times, I'm like, you know, this is like whatever. I don't really yeah. care. Yeah. And then for some reason, like you go back to it, and then you acquire whatever kind of like mental, emotional. You have to get a taste for it. Pers- how the fuck you get Perspective, like how you're supposed to listen to it. It's not even just like 
just listen to it. You know, it's kind of like you figure out. You have to learn how, how to appreciate it. it. You figure out where the value is. You know, you right. gotta have like okay, so you guys like Frank Zappa, right? Yeah, I haven't listened. I haven't listened much into him, but Frank Zappa. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. It's, it's, well, I mean, uh, if you started with like you know, jazz from hell or something like that, you would not probably be. You wouldn't get Zappa. But you start with apostrophe, and then you go to Roxy and elsewhere. And then you work your way back to Hot Rats, and then like like there's there's a pathway to lead you in. It's like oh, I really understand. Like you know, same thing like that. Like you wouldn't want to hear like, I don't know, like, Coda. You know what I mean? Like you want to hear Led Zeppelin four first. You want to hear Led Zeppelin two. Yeah. You, know, you want you want that gateway drug. Yeah, the and, gateway drug. And, 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 and then you're over there, you know, doing mental heroin with fucking Jimmy Page. Mental heroin. I feel like Steely Dan was also like that for me. I had to learn how to appreciate them. I didn't okay. get I didn't get into them oh, until yeah, a couple dude, of months ago. I, I hated of, their jazz shit at first. Like that first dude, like because I liked Real in the Years. You know, a lot of people. That's what they know them by. And sure. I loved Real in the Years and Do It Again and and uh, and Ricky Don't Lose That Number. And then I started mm-hmm. hearing like Hey 19 and, and uh, Deacon Blues. And I'm like, what is this shit? Like, I don't, I didn't want to hear this. Like, and then now it's like, I love it. Like, it just, I had to figure it out. Like, I had to figure out what, what they were and what their music was or whatever. Not that it needed like a bunch of meaning, but I just had to develop an ear for it. And now it's like, I love it. Yeah. Come back to it and. Funny you said Deacon Blues. That's a that's that's a song that like got me into Steely Dan. Uh, well, it's meant, might, might be different, you know, for everybody. It was it was the lyrics. I was just I was having a bum night and like at the end of the day I had no money. Like I was living in like shithole Pennsylvania and like just like put I put, I put on Steely Dan of all things and it's like. Want a name for the winners in the world? <laughs> I want a name when I lose. Like I was. Yeah. I was a Crimson King that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's dude. Sick. That's I think Asia is a great album. I mean, really, I would probably say my favorite right now is Pretzel Logic. Oh, dude, I, don't yeah, know, uh, I like that one. I mean, that's the one where Ricky don't lose that number. Okay. I I don't know how much how most Dan fans are. The but, Dan. Uh, I think like their their discography is pretty is pretty different. Like their their earlier stuff is more rock, and then their later stuff is more jazz fusion kind of stuff. And then their their like modern stuff is like funk. It's crazy like dance funk music and stuff. But I love all of it, man. It's just after I figured out what their <laughs> they were just kind of that they're just kind of sarcastic. Like their music's just really. I don't know. I just I get it. I got I got it. Whatever it was to get, you know, or or to understand before enjoying it. It's in all their stuff. I don't know. I love it, man. I can I can rave on them for for the rest of the podcast, but they always have that one thing, man. Like like Van Halen has that one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying they have a long career. You know what I mean? But there's yeah, always that one yeah, thing that right? resonates. Yeah, they have like, the different eras and stuff. But there's that one thing that just that makes them yeah, like that's Van Halen. Yeah, yeah. I think I think all great artists you have to you have to find what it is that makes you you. There's there's only so much that you can try and emulate okay. before you become what you are. Before you become that that artist, before you have that thing that makes you sound like yourself and be yourself, whether it's the lyrics or something like that. Because there's definitely a thread throughout both Van Halen and Steely Dan where it's like. Okay, this is this is so them. Mm-hmm. You know, like if, if let's say you can pick anything out from their career and it just makes sense. Like I really love that. Another band that I feel like has that, a band I really uh loved growing up was the Killers. I feel like they're they're one of my all time favorites and they're um they're very themselves too. Like they always but I will say it gets to the point to where it can be self parody. Like you can yeah. be a band and you and it seems like you're just like, so funny, right? yeah, it it doesn't seem genuine or, or authentic anymore. It seems kind of like an act. One band I feel modern band I feel like who's maintained it really well, and keeps growing and changing is Queens of the Stone Age. They're one of my all time yeah. favorite fucking bands. Dude, both these bands you're talking about, I know some of the songs they do, but I don't know enough about them. But you've never, never gotten deep into them. Yeah, they're they're really good. Um, I like that idea of self-parody, man, because that's really interesting. So many artists, like, they... Because I feel like when you when you hop off the creative train, 
like these there's bands that have like you know eight nine album runs and like you know people follow them like Pink Floyd or something like yeah. that. And then like okay they they take a hiatus after the wall, and then they come back and it's like they're trying to recapture some of that old maggot magic, but they're different places in their lives and they're trying to recreate what they've already done. Man, like creativity's moved on. Like you didn't follow it. Yeah, like, you're supposed to follow it till the day you die. That's your role as an artist. Yeah, you, you you let go. You may not be successful. You you may have a couple of fucking shitty albums, but you got to be true to it. How do you think you maintain that? You just I don't know. I don't think I don't think anybody really can. But it's just you, when you catch a wave, just the, the creativity. Right. It's not about success. It's not about success at all. It's, it's about expression. Yeah, well, it was, yeah, it was just in a, a situation where you're able to express yourself as as, as much as you, you you're you're inspired to through the music, and you got to do that at all costs. Um, to, to anything else and whatever comes ahead of that um, should be there's nothing there's nothing to come ahead of that everything else has to be second to it and that's that's the role of an artist like you're you're interpreting it's hard to fucking balance that yeah. dude like trying to manage your own career because everybody is 100% independent today for the most part like I personally sure. would never I would never want to sign to a label I, it, like if, if a major <laughs> label yeah if a major label came to me and they were like we want you to do this like I would have to make I would I would have to make all of the business, the business decisions and the creative decisions one hundred and fifty percent. Yeah. Like fuck fuck anybody else making those decisions for me. I don't trust them at all. So I personally feel like I have to be the one who's in charge of it. Not that I even want the control over it, but I feel in order to have complete control over the over the artistic vision, you also need to have it over the business. Yeah, very true. Because it, it can water you down. It's just like, it can be any number of things, dude, throughout history. Like, it, like have you heard much about Bowie's career and how he was poor throughout the entire 70s when he was at his most creative? He was on a bunch of fucking cocaine. And, <laughs> Christ, and really he was drug, drugged out and like, the labels and the managers and shit like that basically robbed him. It wasn't until the 80s when he signed a huge deal with RCA and went pop that he had any kind of money. Wow, okay. Which is crazy to think about, because when you think of David Bowie, you th I personally think of like Ziggy Stardust oh, yeah, or yeah, the Diamond Thin Dogs. White Duke. Yeah, yeah Diamond yeah, Dogs. Station. Station. Yeah, that's the era. It's like, I don't care what anyone says, man. I gotta love that later shit, but dude. dude. I, I love, I love Let, Let's Dance though. Let's yeah. Dance. Fuck yeah, yeah I do, I, I do that. like that. That's that's in China Girl, but that's when he went to. Uh, like they said, quote unquote, that he went pop, but he was someone who always maintained an artistic vision. Even when oh, he was yeah, like yeah. a pop artist, he was still David. The Bowie. production was one, just the songwriting. The production was an artistic vision. I tell you what, man, because um, have you? What's that? Um, we were talking about it the other day. The Rock, Rock Power, right? The, yeah. The the, the 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 Iggy mix, and then there's the the Bowie mix. Yeah. And um, I prefer the Iggy mix. You prefer the Bowie yeah. mix, right? Yeah. It's cool. It's, it's that's a, another you know dimension of expression. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. Something that Bowie didn't long. Yeah, he did. He. Um, I think any great artist is really uh, an auteur. You know, all my, all my favorite, like Quentin Tarantino, dude. Quentin Tarantino is 100% Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. He does yeah, like, everything. Like, yeah. He pays attention to everything. Yeah, and, it, and it's, it's, it's entirely his artistic vision. Like, there are, it doesn't come across as some, someone who makes sacrifices or, like, would take notes. Can you imagine someone going up to Quentin Tarantino, like a studio guy, being like, do this? Quentin Tarantino might punch them. <laughs> like yeah, but or Scorsese you until you're Scorsese or Tarantino. Exactly <laughs> until you're Quentin Tarantino or until you're Martin Scorsese, you are at risk of like that. You, you don't you don't have an artistic vision. Everybody has their input. Everybody's telling you what to do and how to do it differently. Yeah, for sure. But it's like from the get go, someone like Tarantino, he comes out with Reservoir Dogs, <laughs> which strikes me as something that's just one hundred percent like he was the one making decisions on that because. Uh, from everything from Reservoir Dogs up to The Hateful Eight, everything feels 100% like it was his decision-making. Oh, yeah. He was, he was making all of the artistic calls on that. I mean, if you're not going to compromise, you want to be an artist worth anything, man. you got to be that way, despite what anybody thinks. So, gentlemen, on a closing note, are there any albums that you recommend or anything that you heard recently that people should check out? Hmm. Interesting question. What have you been listening to lately? I'm listening to a lot of Pink Floyd. 
been listening to Rotten My Brain with some Pink Floyd lately. What is uh, what's your preferred uh, preferred drug of choice with Pink Floyd? Which album? Oh fuck, man! I've been listening to metal a lot. I think, but mm-hmm. I mean, I've been catching some Out of Mother Live. That was that was cool. Getting deep on some of those old old shows and bootlegs. Like uh, Dark Side of the Moon era bootlegs. Earlier and um, later. Sid, Sid Barrett bootlegs. No, no, not like that. Like the period between, like the, there's like a, you know, you ever see Live at Pompeii? I recommend Live at Pompeii. I recommend Live Perfect. at Pompeii. Perfect. Yeah, that, that's was Roger Waters still in the band then? Oh hell yeah! This is before Dark Side. Right before Dark Side came out. And if you can watch the director's cut, go watch Live at Pompeii. The director's cut. It's a film. It's mm. fucking amazing. And I'll have to check it out. Smoke a bunch of weed and lose your mind. <laughs> that's how we do it, dude. What about you, Ben? What do you recommend? Well, I mean, I've been listening to the Royal Scam right now, but I don't know if I'd recommend it just because you might need to be a little bit more like listen to Steely Dance. I'm never going to do it without the fans <laughs> on. Yeah, <laughs> Royal Scam is my favorite of their records, actually. But if I have to recommend anything, I know like, this is kind of like not really that out of the out of the water or whatever, but uh, Eat a Peach, All Brothers, it's like one of the greatest albums of all time. It's not like a... You know, Allman Brothers fans are kind of, like, not super mainstream, but if you want to get into just, like, some really emotional music that's not... That's crazy, t- technically, but isn't crazy, technically. It's still... It's just, played with a lot of still feeling. 70s rock, but it's just, like... It's just the most em- emotional album I've ever heard. That's just... And it has all kinds of different sounds in it. So, oh, recommending sure. it to someone that might not be an Allman Brothers fan, or maybe is only... I just know it's one of my favorite albums, and it's a lot of a lot of people's favorite album. But uh, if I mean you gave me the opportunity to recommend something, I definitely recommend that album. Cool. Well, well guys, thank you for uh, for coming on. You didn't know something else. Nineteen seventy-two. That's when that came out. Yeah, seventy-two. Full fucking circle, man. Full circle. And then uh, Brothers and Sisters was like seventy-three or seventy-four. I like that first album, dude. They're you want to talk about all brothers? Not my cross and <laughs> shit. Like. Dude, they're they're like their first album is like blues rock, man. So straight blues. blues rock. Like they're not even well, other than I think Dreams is like one of my favorite. Well, definitely one of my favorite songs ever. But other than that one, yeah, it's just ethereal weirdism on the end. Dreams is like a an art piece, man. It's just like, but other than that, like that's a blues album, blues rock album, and then Brothers and Sisters is like a. A country rock album. It's almost like <laughs> they had like a pretty. Let's wrap it up. Oh, you're, we're done. I didn't know yeah. we were still going. We're going. Okay, let's jam. Cool. Sure.